Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. And we're back in the void. <laughs> Hello, darlings. Held my breath. I don't know why. I know right before we get started, Robert always um, holds his breath um, as we are waiting for the countdown. And I was just like, try to challenge you a little bit. Yeah, you juked me out on that one. Really. I'm not going to lie. I was trying to read you through the Zoom for when I was able to breathe again. And- I can't be red. <laughs> my poker face is too good. Uh, who's playing poker with me today? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Xandar Radnacks, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, all My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. Look how clean that was. It's like we've been doing this for like, what, 15 episodes almost? Oh, my God. I don't even know what number this is. We're pros. No numbers at all. Hey, pros, what did we get up to last time? Hey, Mom, just wanted to leave a quick voicemail to let you know what happened last time and the pod has been cast. After we survived a deadly Kraken attack, we boarded this enormous ship called the Nen United and were welcomed by a crew of orcs. This is terrible news with Hesse on board, so we ran back in to hide her. Orion was acting sketchy. Captain Cassiopeia was hiding secrets, and you and I got a chance to talk. Okay, I gotta go. Love you, Mom. Okay, so you are in the hangar. You all just have like a little uh, huddle where you were uh, just talking a lot of smack on your captain, it sounded like. Um, And this uh, security officer is like kind of like standing near you, sort of like waiting to escort you down into the ship. Great. We would like to rendezvous with our captain, please, if you don't mind leading us wherever they were led. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just sort of nods and uh, walks you over to this uh, large freight elevator. As you get on, uh, he uh, hits the button for the lowest floor and the elevator jerks and you start to move downwards. Uh, Where you come out is what looks like a large under, not underground, I guess, but like a, a large warehouse underneath this ship. There's like storage containers all over the place and like these large uh, basins that look like they hold water inside of it and uh, pipes running all along the ceilings. There's a lot of people working down here. Uh, Mostly looks like a lot of orcs, some humans too, sort of hauling a bunch of containers around the place, um, moving around these uh, uh, lifting machines. Uh, There's a lot of activity, a lot of noise too. You see like sparks flying uh, from power tools going off and um, the uh, guard continues to lead you. What's the guard's name? What's the guard's name? Nobody asked. I would like to ask. <laughs> I would like to ask while we're like in the elevator. I imagine it's silent unless there's elevator music and Hart would just, will just turn and, and say, hello. Orchid. What is Orchid your name? elevator music. <laughs> uh, my name? Uh, right. Uh, my name is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's your name? <laughs> no, that's Come a fair on. question. Speak uh, up. Yeah. 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 My, my name is uh, Greg. 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 It is nice Greg. to meet you, Greg. I am Hart. Uh, hey, it was a hell of a battle out there we watched. Affirmative. Do you often witness battles such as that? Mm, not most people are crazy enough to fly into a storm like that. And you sort of got a little unlucky with the uh, child sneaking up on you once you went under. The child? Are you referring to the giant squid? Uh, Kraken, technically, and yeah. If it is the child, does it have the parent? Oh, yeah. The mother. She's a big'un. Do you know anything about magic whales? Um, listen, I don't know what you saw under there, but there's a lot of weird creatures on this planet. It's probably best not to think about it. Sure, sure, sure. And Rain just, like, stares out the window of the the f- elevator, just, like, thinking about their new friend who they <laughs> so quickly lost. <laughs> you got lucky. I've seen R. ships R. get baby. torn apart in that kind of storm. This one's been raging for about a month now. Yeah. A month. Uh, speaking of which, uh, do you guys have any sort of like vending machines with any sort of like healing drinks or anything like that? Because uh, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm fucked up. Yeah, you don't look great. How about I get you back to your captain and then uh, we can take you up to medical. My my neck is like 
like the wounds are scabbed up, but I'm just like still completely drenched in blood from being bitten on the neck by a shark. I'm like, cool, yeah, cool, cool. That's cool. Uh, he shrugs. Seen worse though. Yeah. So uh, you move to sort of the center of this large room, and you see uh, Argo kind of up on this dais with uh, Captain Cassiopeia. And it looks like they're looking at a hollow map of the uh, entire planet. And he's pointing out some uh, things to her. Uh, it looks like he's indicating where this transmission might be coming from. Uh, Cassiopeia sees you all walking up, and uh, she sort of motions for you to come over. Everything secure on the ship? Yep, it's super clean. We uh, we did a, a twice over. We made sure there weren't any scraps or nothing on the floor. Everything is just fine. Um, Argo will speak up. You don't have to worry. We don't want to go poking around your stuff at all. We're just trying to help you out. Alan Cassiopeia says, and we appreciate it. We really do. Uh, hopefully we'll be in and out of here soon. Affirmative. Uh, if you look at this map, right around here is where this transmission seems to be coming from. Um, and she indicates kind of like a narrow, uh, uh, kind of too small to be called a continent, but uh, this like narrow stretch of landmass. Um, and it seems to be coming from near the middle of that landmass. Hmm, interesting. So, so this communication ain't coming from you or anybody affiliated with your organization at all? No, that's not a union rig. It must be a uh, private mining company or an individual. Uh, Sometimes, you know, people, they'll get a bunch of money together, they'll buy themselves a charter to mine out here, get themselves set up with a rig, and uh, test their luck out on the water. You'll need a pretty strong antenna to do it to communicate your drops to uh, passing ships. That's probably what you're looking at here. Mm. So, so these, me these messages, really quick, these messages, are they threatening in nature, or are they more like propaganda-y, like trying to spread the quote-unquote word. I haven't listened myself. Uh, your captain just gave me the uh, coordinates to look okay. for. Uh, Cassiopeia turns to you. Whatever it is, the church just wants it shut down. I think the less we think about it, the better. Mm. You mentioned it was most likely an individual or a private contractor. Is there no native land species to this planet? Uh, none that would operate something like that. The, uh, creatures that inhabit this planet. They're all a little more low-tech in nature, but don't underestimate them. They're capable of some impressive things. This is not an easy planet to live on, especially on the surface. Affirmative. Thank you. Now, we can get you close, but we gotta get to our own rendezvous point. So what we can do is do a drive-by, drop you off as close as we can get, and you're gonna be going the rest of the way on foot. If you ask me, I'd say you should stay put and try to wait out this storm. It's been raging for about a month, and it could be going on for just as long. But going through that storm, you'd be taking a risk. That sounds like a plan to me. In fact, we're we're mighty beat up ourselves, so taking a breather might be a good idea. Uh, Cassiopeia uh, um, chimes in. We can't wait that long. We'll rest up the night, and then as close as you can get us, we'll get it done. I look at Cassiopeia with one black eye and... <laughs> Bloody shirt. Are you sure? Um, she's like, is there somewhere I can have a word with my companions? And uh, he uh, has the uh, guard sort of escort you to some uh, quarters that you can use. It looks like pretty uh, slapdash, just like a bunch of cots kind of pulled over to the side with like a screen sort of separating it. Uh, but you go up one level to get there. Uh, once you're alone, Cassiopeia says, look, I know, I know you all took a lot getting down here, but we gotta get this over with soon. I can't spend a month on this rig. Yeah, Affirmative. The longer we spend, the more risk we take. I do not believe Hestia would be pleased to, locked, to be locked in her room for over a month. Yeah, that's a good point. Xandar, what do you think? Well, personally, I'd like to get in and get out as quick as I can. I, I don't reckon I wanted to come here in the first place, and I still don't know necessarily how I feel about squashing this message, so... It's really up to y'all how, how long we stay or, or when we leave. I'm I'm just here to have your backs. Appreciate it. Listen, the hard part's going to be getting back. My ship's uh, in no condition to get out there. We're going to need to find a way to rendezvous back with the churn once we're done shutting down that transmission. The foreman says it's likely that there might be some sort of trans uh, transport at the station, but we'd be rolling dice. Any ideas? Well... 
if there is a ship on that rig, I could, I could, I could take it. I could, I could take it myself. I, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, a little, a little thievery, a little uh, carjacking, if you will, voidcraft jacking. <laughs> right. We don't even know who's on that station, but we'll have to find some way to secure a ride. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Um. Yeah. Would you like me to run the calculations? <laughs> We don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm going to go back aboard the Corsair, touch base with Orion, and make sure those orcs aren't messing up my ship. Uh, Why don't you all get the lay of the land here, see what kind of information you can get. Affirmative. Uh, Argo says we should be at landfall by tomorrow afternoon, so you got a little time for some R&R. Captain, before you leave, something interesting happened right before we got off the ship, and I wanted to bring it up with you in private now that we're away from the ship, if you don't mind. Okay. Well, you transferred command of the ship over to me, and yet it seems like I didn't really have full control over all aspects of the ship, if you catch my drift. Uh, She sort of sighs and, like, crosses her arms. What did he do? Well, not so much about what he did or didn't do, and, and I think we don't necessarily think that he means us any harm, but we're just... We're just a little curious, I suppose, about the nature of yours and Orion's relationship. The nature of our relationship? He's my ship's AI, all right? Mm. Uh, Why don't you roll for persuasion? Okay. I got an 11. You know, I I don't know how deep into my shit y'all want to get. I I can assure you, Orion means you no harm. If you want to know more, then you have the burden of that knowledge. Knowledge does not feel like a burden. All right. If that's how you feel, Orion isn't shackled to the AI confluence. You probably were able to figure that out. Orion's a free roaming AI, which is just about as illegal as things get. But because of that, I've been able to track this dragon. Using his technology? He's smarter than other computers. He can think faster, think for himself. He can get creative. He's been able to pick up on its signature, and he's getting closer and closer every time. Why is he disconnected from the AI confluence? He was like that when I found him. Mm. I didn't have the heart to chain him up. I don't even know if I could if I tried. That's very kind of you. Well, in some ways I'm self-serving, but I appreciate that. He seems to care about you quite a bit, and by all rights, we owe you our lives. So if you say we've got nothing to worry about, we trust you. Uh, roll insight. Yeah, can I roll as well? Yeah, go for it. I got a 13 on that one. No, I didn't. I got a 5. I got a 10. Okay, cool. Um, Xandar, uh, something kind of flashes across her face when you say that um, you, you trust her and that they have nothing to worry about. Um, she sort of sighs and she says, look, me and Orion have been through a lot together. I own my life. So, yeah, I trust him. And thank you for trusting me. Now get yourselves fixed up. We still got a lot of work to do. And uh, she starts heading off. Well, that puts me at ease. It does? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we have to trust our captain. That's about all we can get into it for now. Okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, you all know uh, from this uh, security guard, Greg, who's been very helpful to you this entire time. Greg! Um, <laughs> that uh, this ship is uh, mostly people uh, doing a lot of work. Uh, so what they do here is they're pulling water straight from the uh, oceans of Poseidia and they're gathering it in containers and shipping it over to another vessel, a much larger vessel, and that vessel will purify it, and that's where other ships will come and pick up that water to transport it across the galaxy. On this ship that you all could sort of go to and interact with and not be like sort of in the way, he says there's a cantina sort of on the upper level. Um, There is also a uh, requisitions hub if you all need any, like, supplies or anything like that. Um, he also directs you to where Medbay is. Rain is, like, about to pass out, and she goes, Let's go to the cantina! Xandar <laughs> <laughs> just says, I was hoping you'd say that. Negative. I believe the two of you should visit the Medbay. That makes the most logical sense. I fall on my face. <laughs> I pick her back up. <laughs> By the scrub of her neck like a little kitten. <laughs> All right, all right. As long as we hit the cantina after, we can check out the med bay if you're so interested. Affirmative. 
Um, Hart has like a minor flashback to the barracks where they just like held a cup of ice while Xandar did drugs in the bathroom and Rain got sweaty on the dance floor. And then it's like, to the med bay. One more time. Uh, yeah, you all head over to the med bay. It is on the same level. Um, it seems like all like general amenities are sort of on the same level. So the cantina, the uh, requisitions hub, and the uh, med bay are all on the upper levels of this ship. Everything here is big. It's like kind of like you're on a floating city. It takes a long time to sort of get anywhere, but you pass a lot of people sort of hard at work um, getting this uh, uh, rig moving in the storm. Uh, you get to the med bay. It's a large sort of medical facility. Um, it looks like it's being run by a orc woman, and it looks like she has a few uh, warforged, um, or <laughs> looks like she has a few voidforged helping her out. There are a bunch of uh, beds laid out, a bunch of um, sort of medical equipment. Uh, it's pretty neat in here. Uh, everything's kind of tampered down as um, you're on the water. Uh, everything's kind of like moving around a bit. And that's where you are. Hello. We require assistance. My friends here are hurt. Yeah, this orc kind of walks over to you. Uh, you see uh, Roz on her name tag. You don't look union. Negative. We are friends of the union. Yeah, sort of like subcontractors. You must be those strays Argo picked up, huh? Affirmative, I believe. Heard you went toe-to-toe with the child. Yeah, we held our own, but, uh, you know, the storm and all kind of threw us off our game. Yeah, well, take a seat. Um, she, like, pulls a couple trays over and she sort of starts looking at all of you. Um, she looks at you, Hart. Do you need any, uh, attention? Negative. I feel fine. Very good. So, Xandar and Hart sit down and, uh, <laughs> Rain walks up to the, it's like a high chair. And so, like, it's kind of difficult for me to get up on because I'm 5'2 and so I look up at heart and I give like a little like uh, I can uh. confirm it's actually pretty difficult to get into any chair I, I um, don't want to embarrass myself trying to struggle <laughs> up there so I just kind of want some help to just get it over with um, and, and heart absolutely understanding the assignment uh, once again picks Rain up by the scruff of her neck and deposits her in the chair like a little kitten <laughs> um, Ross sort of chuckles like kind of watching you too she comes over she's like I think uh, the best I can do is uh, I can give you guys a couple heal pots, but other than that, you probably just need a good night's rest. So you're saying if we take some of these heal pots, we can go to the cantina? I'm not your mother. You can go wherever you want. Well, not wherever you want, but you understand. Yeah. No, I get it. Heart, if we I get some of these... I am also not a mother. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, I have no reproductive capabilities, nor paternal instincts. However, if you have a heel pot, I will feel much more comfortable about taking you to the cantina. All right, give me some heel pots, baby. <laughs> uh, she turns um, to one of the uh, void forge. Eighteen twenty-five. Give me two heel pots. And can you um, put a little umbrella in it? The uh, void forge turns. Sorry, I don't understand that request. <laughs> Damn. Um, she comes up and uh, opens up a uh, compartment kind of like in her chest and like pulls out two vials and hands it to the doctor. And uh, the doctor takes both of your arms and sort of like sticks you with these pots and you both get, well, go ahead and roll 2d4 plus two. Um, While this is happening, Hart is just staring at the void forged (laughs) as per usual, just like... (laughs) Uh, one of them turns to you and says, have a lovely day. Hope you're feeling better soon. Thank you. I do. Can, can I inspect these medical void forge units for any resemblances to the other medical void forge unit that we've encountered in Patch? Absolutely. Actually, why don't you roll? You can do either investigation or perception, and I'll let you do it with advantage. I'm going to do um, perception for the record. And I got a 21. Very nice. nice. Um, yeah, Xandar, it looks like these are the same or a similar model. You see that these ones are sort of built differently. Uh, this might be the um, nurse model. It, it seems like they don't have like kind of the cutting uh, applications that uh, Dr. Patch had in the arms. Um, mostly you see like a lot of storage. Uh, you see parts of them that look like um, they open up to be like a defibrillator. Pretty much every part of their body ha- contains some sort of medical equipment attached to it. Definitely, like, 
of the same family, not the same model exactly, but same branch for sure. Mm. Any of y'all connected to the ahem, source? I'm sorry. I don't understand what that means. Good, good. Are you feeling okay? Let me take your temperature. Um, it comes over and like holds out a finger and like a little thermometer comes out of the finger. I say, Xander, look out! <laughs> I, dive, I dive towards Xander. <laughs> I uh, try to catch rain before she can go too far. <laughs> uh, Roz uh, kind of gets up. All right, that's enough. Get out of my room. All right, thanks for your help. We do appreciate it. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. be more careful next time. And if you could just point us in the direction of the cantina, that'd be appreciated as well. <laughs> and just follow the smell of food. Cantina, baby! Yeah, like, as we're, like, rolling out, I'm like, man, I hope they have slot machines. I fucking love slot machines. Why would they have slot machines? <laughs> God damn it. What is a slot machine? Roll, like, a oh, luck just check to see you if there's, there's slot machines. If it's a 15 or higher. I got a 7. Oh, okay, cool. You... This place sucks. <laughs> they don't have umbrellas in their medicine pots. Um, you get to the cantina. Uh, you see that the cantina does feature sort of like a space pool table where the balls are like, it's like three dimensional and weird Whoa. in space. It's like, I'm familiar with this yeah, game. There you go. Um, there's um, sort of a large bar area. Um, it looks like there's a, a kitchen area too. Uh, again, just like the um, medical facility, the uh, cantina is pretty large. It looks like it could like hold... Uh, most of the people that work here um, and uh, some of the tables are full up with like people uh, talking and uh, drinking and eating uh, go ahead and roll a perception check anyone who cares to I would love to oh. nat 20 baby so I'm all I got nat one. thank you I got a board. <laughs> 22 very good Hart you're going to notice um I think two things of interest. There is a uh, sound system sort of hooked up near that uh, space pool table, which I guess it's just going to be called space pool. And uh, <laughs> void pool. Hold on, it's a void pool. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, a void not, pool table. No such thing as space. And um, it seems to be broken. You see, it's like uh, uh, replaying <sighs> like kind of the, the the same song like kind of over and over again, like like it's uh, skipping. You see that there seems to be kind of like a heated conversation going on between uh, two orcs, uh, and they're speaking to a a person that looks like they are like you you've uh, uh, have turtles sort of categorized in, in your memory as like a type of animal mm -hmm. um, native to the human system. Um, this looks like a turtle person, uh, sort of like a, a the size of, uh, about the size of rain, just like with a large shell and uh, sort of reptilian features. Um, it looks oh. like there's some sort of argument happening over there. That's what you notice. Can I understand the language in which they are arguing, even if I can't necessarily like hear what they are saying? It looks like they're speaking common. Or sounds okay. like they're speaking common. Yeah. Well, I'm a pretty curious little bot. Uh, so uh, where in the room are they? Could I like surreptitiously post up near them? Or would it be like me like wheeling up to the table? Well, like the way this place is, it's sort of cafeteria. cafeteria. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What's happening to us today? It's, sort it's of canon. Cafeteria. It's canon. It's a cafeteria. <laughs> it's cafeteria style. There are lots of long tables with like multiple seats on it. So you could like kind of get near them and not look too weird. But you are also a very big robot. So I am going to have you roll a stealth or performance check. I am pretty bad at both, so I'm gonna roll performance. Cool. <laughs> because I've been hanging out. Trying. I've been hanging out with my cool sneaky friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you so just... I'm just trying to do like my best, like Xandar impression, which is just like cool and collected, calm. Um, that's actually not that bad. That is an eleven. It could yeah, have been worse. Okay. They seem too engrossed in what they're talking about to uh, notice you. Uh, they rolled very poorly on their perception, and uh, you kind of saddle up at the table, kind of behind them, mm -hmm. and uh, you can hear them. It sounds like these two orcs are sort of just like making fun of this turtle person. Oh, uh, no. It sounds like they are, you know, saying that you know he's he's non-union and he's in non-union territory and he's um, spewing a bunch of like anti-union uh, garbage and uh, haven't like the orcs already lost enough without uh, people like him showing up here. Uh, that's what you hear, Hart. Uh, what about the other two? I'm okay. assuming we didn't hear this, right? We didn't hear the like... Um, unless you traveled with Hart, which you very well could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. 
then you say you, go, you go ahead, Xandar. I would rather so Xandar sees the um, sound system mm-hmm. that is non-functional and skipping or whatever. Yeah. I want to very confidently walk up to the sound system okay. and then like lean up against it and just like give it a, a swift pound with my fist. Just Good like Lord. one clean bang. I walk up right behind Xandar because I see that he's trying to look cool. And as soon as he pounds on it, I want to pull out a capsule and cast mending on the on the okay, machine. Well, I think, uh, Rain, you roll sleight of hand to make it look like Xandar did this. Okay. And Xandar, I think that's also a performance check. Okay. I crit failed. (laughs) I only got a 12. Okay, you kind of like hurt your finger a little bit as you punch the sound system and then you see Rain throw a uh, mending cap at it and um, it sort of fixes and everyone kind of like looks over and they're like, what just happened? I I like the idea that since I crit failed, like I tried to do it stealthily and it like, it goes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like kind of coughing from the mist. We're like, <laughs> mist and we're coughing. Everybody looks over at us and Xander just sort of like sticks both thumbs out and goes, there's like a pause. There's like a pause of silence. And then all of a sudden, because the mending still works, I'm assuming the music just starts playing. Yeah, definitely does. You see the bartender. She looks over. So like, what's going on over there? And she uh, kind of ducks into the bar and starts like walking over towards the uh, sound system. Oh, we, uh, uh, my friend here uh, fixed your your sound system. It sounds really nice, right? Yeah, I'm familiar with this model uh, and and where its soft spots are. Damn, you all fixed it? Yeah. You, uh... You good at fixing stuff? Uh, yeah, Zandar, you, Zandar. You, good at, you good at fixing stuff, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, mostly, yeah, for the most part, pretty familiar between the two of us anyway with most mechanical and technological systems. All right. <laughs> Come help me out with something. And she uh, grabs your arm, uh, Xander, and starts pulling you towards the kitchen. I, I go with, and I am, I am putting out an air of pure confidence. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, she drags you off into the kitchen. Uh, Rain, what are you doing? I go with, but just to watch. Okay, cool. Nah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, Hart, you're at this table. You're hearing this argument. Are, are you doing anything? Um, does it look like it's going to get violent? Um, roll a insight check. Okay. That's a six. With a six, you're not sure. You could see it, it could be. Um, the turtle person is definitely like outnumbered and sort of like shrinking back into their shell. So if it is a fight, it's not going to last very long. Okay. Um, I would like to scoot down the table so that I, because <laughs> it, it's cafeteria style. Cool, cool, cool. And so I'd like to scoot down the table until I'm like sitting at their table. Okay. Am I on the turtle side or am I on the orc side? Um, I think you'd be on the orc side. Okay. So I'm just going to scoot down until I'm sitting next to them um, and, uh, and, and just sort of like be a presence in the area. <laughs> yeah, they definitely like stop mid-sentence and like turn both of them and like look at you. Hello, my name is Hart. Who cares? What are your names? Uh, I'm Yano and uh, I'm uh, Wilson. <laughs> uh, Wilson, is that what you said? Yeah, I'm Wilson. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> that is a good name. Yeah. And you? This one I should have named because I did put it intentionally in here. The first one I had a good excuse for, but this one I just I just dropped whoa, the ball. Whoa, whoa, Are you saying that you came up with Greg on, on the, the fly? Eat my Oh ass. my god, somebody Droids. get the IO on the horn. We have their next star. I quit the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm Yana just gonna, and Wilson, I'm gonna put this right? out as just like a general PSA for you, Jules, and also for anyone in the future who dares DM for me. <laughs> I love to ask for people's names. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, got it. <laughs> Understood. There's no more NPCs in this place. It's just, it's just... There are no there are no more NPCs nope. in this campaign. Everyone in the universe is dead. <laughs> um uh, and I turn to the to the turtle person and I say, And your name is? Uh Scoot. Hart does not know what adorable is, but (laughs) Bianca does. (laughs) Um, And Hart says, Scoot, it is nice to meet you. I could not help but overhear your very passionate conversation and was curious as to what it was about. 
Uh, it looks like Scoot's about to answer when uh, Yana interrupts. Well, you see, Scoot here thinks that he knows all about the ocean in Poseidia and is just spewing whatever bullshit he wants about how we're polluting the ocean and ocean levels are dropping. Do you see how much water there is out there? It is possible that he is correct. A lot of water does not mean that it is not dropping. Exactly. And if you look, local wildlife has been disturbed. My research does indicate that the the excessive water mining, and you see Yana like sort of slams her fist down on the table. I've heard enough of this bullshit. We orcs have been mining these seas for generations. First they blow up our moon and now they want to take our rigs away from us. I say, when is enough enough? And you hear a bunch of orcs like around the room sort of like chime in and like start like shouting things. And uh, Scoot uh, retreats further into his shell. In the kitchen, uh, you are let in by the uh, bartender who sort of like looks over her shoulder. Fuck, it sounds like it's getting heated out there. All right, listen. My nephew is back here. He's been working on this oven for a long time, and um, maybe you could uh, take a look. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. No problem. Xandar starts, like, rolling up his sleeves. Awesome. What's your name? My name is, uh, it's Xandar. My name is Xandar. (laughs) Okay, cool. It sounds like... What are you, an NPC? (laughs) I took a second to clock whether I should use a fake name or not. Xandar uses a lot of fake names, usually as, like, a off-the-cuff reaction when he doesn't have a solid read on who people are or, like, what the situation is. Sure. But um, I think that, like, being around you guys and getting closer to people is sort of like getting him to let his guard down a little bit. So his first reaction was to use a fake name, but then he was like, you know what? No. That's... I'm... I am me. And then Rain is the complete opposite. Rain's like, ooh, Xandar's probably gonna do a, a fake name. So what name should I do? Maybe I'll do like my name backwards. And then when she finally asks, like, "Hey, what's your name?" I'm, I get, I nervously like burp out. I say, "Inair." <laughs> Inair. Oh, that's Inair. Yes, that's beautiful. Uh, I'm the uh, birdies back there working on the oven. Um, thank you so much. You're a lifesaver. I gotta get out there, and make sure those orcs don't kill that turtle. And uh, she uh, runs past you. Sure thing. Yeah, let's let's go approach uh, Birdie. You said was yeah. the name of the Birdie. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Birdie. Gotcha. We'll we'll approach. <laughs> um. Yeah. You, towards the back of this kitchen, you see like sort of like an older area. Or it looks like, uh, you know, sort of where the equipment that's not used too often is. And you see this, like, little orc boy is, like, sort of trying to, like, put this oven back together. Uh, that was, like, clearly, like, sort of hastily, like, taken apart. And, yeah, he's sort of startled by the two of you walking back. There sort of drops, like, the tools he had. Well, uh, in orcish, Xandar will say, uh, is she giving you a hard time? Yeah. Yeah, he'll answer back in Orcish. I, I got the situation under control, I think. You sure you don't want a hand or maybe a second set of eyes? Sometimes when I find I'm too wrapped up in a task, it, it really helps to just get a fresh perspective. I mean, if you want to take a look. All right. Enair, let's have a look at this. Yeah, I don't speak any Orcish, so the whole time I was just like smiling and nodding. I was just like, <laughs> yes. And then as soon as you said Inair, I didn't respond. And then I realized my name was Inair. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the master, do your master work. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. And I pull out a little notebook. Uh, all right. So Xandar is going to reach for um, what tools are available? <laughs> oh, you know, the tool kind. Yeah, like Jules, a what tool. tools are available? And like, uh, you know, a surely there's like Yeah, there's like four more tools in there. <laughs> wow, take a look in this box. Mm. I can see There's like, like a, a sci-fi tool that's multiple tools all in one. Um, I like cool. that. Xandar's going to reach for that one. Okay, cool. It's uh, the most intimidating as, one. As Xandar reaches for it, he will turn to Rain and give Rain like a sly wink. Like this is some sort of like rehearsed, understood thing. Rain just smiles this toothy grin and gives a nice side wink. <laughs> and then... uh I'm going to attempt to make it look like I'm using the tool, but not actually use it and okay. hope that while I'm doing it like very like ham fisted, yeah. Rain will pick up on what I'm doing and cast mending. I need you to roll me deception real quick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, fool this kid. Oh, no. <laughs> 
I got an eight. That's your favorite skill. I know. I rolled a two plus six. <laughs> um, Rain, how did you, you just, you're casting Mending. Are you trying to do it slyly or are you just? No, I'm being a jerk. I'm not going to cast it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, um, Birdie sort of like, his eyes sort of narrow. Um, thanks for your help. I think I got it from here. All right. Well, hey, you know, if, if you don't want our help here, uh, and I'll hand Birdie the sci-fi looking tool yeah. and go, why don't you try again? And I'll wink at Rain again, but very hard, like a very, <laughs> very hard wink. Uh, okay. He like sort of like crawls inside the oven and like starts to try to work on it again. I think like every every little movement he does, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. like if it's wrong, like he gets close to doing something wrong. I'm like, mm. he doesn't mm. do something wrong. He does a very bad job. Um, and you see like like a a blast of like soot kind of comes out. He's like, oh, God, uh, I got it, I got it. He's gonna try again. I uh, I want to point him it. in the direct. I say I say. Uh, if you go underneath, maybe there's, I don't know, some kind of uh, release valve that might make this a little easier. And then like as soon as he goes, it like pokes his head under. That's mm. when I'll cast mending from the outside. Well, then with your advice, I'm going to say you're giving him the help action first. And let's see if he's able to do it without your spell. He's not. I'll go ahead and cast Mending. Um, so you cast Mending once, and you say that this could take multiple casts. Um, mending affects, like, sort of a small area. Mm-hmm. And you, to be most effective, would kind of need to get in there uh, where he yeah. currently is and kind of uh, start uh, uh, taking over. So really quick. So, and I don't mind rolling for it, but yeah. with my expertise with mechanics, mm-hmm. would it be fair to say that I already know the solution to fixing it? Yeah. But... But like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just kind of like, eat, like slowly walking him through it without making him feel bad. Sure, sure. Yeah. If you if you want to take the time to do that, then I'd say that's an auto success. It's just going to take a while. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I imagine with the mending spell. It's like, I know that there's a, you know, there's a, you know, a leak in a certain pipe or something like that. But like, I don't want to make it too obvious. So I want to cast mending on that leak when he goes in there, basically. Awesome. Xander, what are you doing? Uh... Xandar is sort of parroting everything that Rain is saying back to her, just with the words kind of yeah. jumbled around a little bit. Yeah, I I ask, I keep asking it as like a question, or I keep saying it as like a question. I'm like, wouldn't do you think it would be helpful if maybe we checked the release valve in, underneath? And then Xander's like, yeah. You should definitely take the release valve underneath. Yeah. Excellent discussion post, Rain. I too agree that perhaps the release valve should be checked. <laughs> exactly. Um, you'll notice, Andrew, that slowly it sort of becomes like Birdie is now like no longer talking to you and is like talking to Rain, uh, but you are still parroting for Rain. So it sort of becomes this very strange triangle. Um, I want to check for um, if there is a... You said it was like, it's like a stove, right? Or like an oven. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's got some sort of gas line that runs to it, like that is connected yeah, to uh, it. Yeah, like space uh, void gas, but yeah. Void gas, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I want to, while while Birdie is inside the uh, oven fixing it and Rain is focused on directing Birdie, I want to turn off, I want to like sneakily turn off the gas. There should be like an emergency like shut off, you know? Oh yeah, I mean, you look back there and, and you can tell that he got that far. This kid's not like a complete idiot. Like, he definitely like turned off the gas. Oh, it is already yeah, turned yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, all right, never yeah. mind then. I wanted to be so that like once they fixed it, then they tried it and they're like, oh, it still doesn't work. And then Xander oh, was see. going to turn it on and be like, ah, see, I did swoop in. <laughs> but actually what happens is Xandar thinks he's going to do that yeah, and then yeah, yeah. it's turn the accidentally on. turns the gas on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You turn the gas on and the kid's like, what? What, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I did it. I'm, I'm going to do it with my invisible mage hand. So Xandar like throws his hands up and he's like, I, I didn't touch anything. Oh, now the gas line's messed up. Uh, he goes up there. I, th- I swear, I swear I turned this thing off. He turns it off again. Like, I say, careful, kid. And I look over at Xandar. You could get us all killed. And I'm like, daggers 
staring at Xandar. I'm going to take that as my cue and just like slowly back out of the kitchen. (laughs) Uh, The kid sort of like throws his tools down. He's like, it's no use. Hey, kid. I was trying to work on my hard skills for the Hack Olympics, but I just can't do that. I'm better with computers. Well, first of all, let me just say the Hack Olympics overrated. But first of all, (laughs) what's most important is you have you have a task at hand. Look at this oven. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. But this is your job. It is your duty. People are relying on you to fix this oven. Forget about the Hack Olympics. This is your job and you could do it. You have the capabilities. If you could hack into a computer, you could fix a stupid oven. You're so close. Yeah. Now check the release valve again. <laughs> uh, he gets back at it. You'll see like your your little bit of direction. He goes to the right thing. And it's almost like watching a little baby rain work on taking part dehumidifiers <laughs> with her stepmom. I tear up a little bit. Clicks it in just the right spot. I say, all right, kid. Yeah, that that's that's great. Good, good job. Good job. I think about like, yeah, I think about all the the memories of like my stepmom like working with me on the machines and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, that was great job. You you, you did a solid job. And uh I, I hope you learned a lesson here today. <laughs> Back out in the cafeteria. Um, Hart, yeah, you see that these orcs are getting like kind of riled up um, when uh, the bartender we learned her name is V uh, runs back out. All right, all right, everyone settle down, settle down. That's enough, that's enough. Um, and uh, it seems like, it, like she seems to be pretty much in charge. They all kind of like shut up. Uh, but you see uh, the two you're sitting next to are still pretty riled up. Uh heart uh, sort of like nods and is like, I believe I understand. Perhaps you may feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you feel insulted at the thought that you might be displacing others in the way that you yourself were once displaced. They're going to roll a fucking insight check to have their mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're like, ugh. No, you are. Affirmative. I too have no place where I truly belong. I'm not really sure where I come from. Uh, whatever. I'm being like stand <laughs> up. I'll look at the uh, scoot. Um, they say, we'll finish with you later. And they uh, head off. Um, at this point, I think Xandar, you will um, have moonwalked yourself out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, just like backing through saloon doors. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Hart now alone at the table with this uh, turtle. Great. I'll walk over uh, and sort of stand next to Hart as if I was there the whole time. Just like sort of like uh, rubbing my hands in a very my work here is done sort of manner. Hello. Good work with the jukebox. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, we made some pretty good progress on the uh, equipment in the kitchen we were tasked with taking a look at as well. So, you know, we're things are really looking up around here. I think, like, we might be scoring some points with these people. Excellent. I think I just offended someone. And then I look at Scoot uh, and I say, um, did I misinterpret? No, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, th- thank you for stepping in. Of course. You look like you needed some help. Yeah. It's just, um, I've seen what this kind of intervention can do to planets when we just try to pillage them for everything that they're worth, and it's not good. Where are you from? I'm from... And he, uh, looks at his notes. I'm so sorry, Jules. No, that's a completely <laughs> fair question. And I do have it. I just have to make sure I say the name correctly. And while you're I over there, love... just, like, grab the names of his family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I, just get the whole fucking thing. I just love that every single time Hart asks an NPC what their name is or where they're from, yep. they give off a thousand-yard stare yep. as they yep. try to remember such a simple <laughs> detail. I get it. It's so probably, like, a little unsettling to, like, come to terms with your identity while, like, a giant <laughs> hunk of metal is like, who are you? <laughs> Um, it takes a bit getting used from, to it. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> He's from Bestiarium. Do I know anything about that planet offhand? Oh, roll a history check. I don't have any bonuses to history. 15. Okay, yeah. Um, You know, um, just general knowledge, Bestiarum is a planet, um, pretty exotic planet, located in the creature system. Uh, with the 15, you know that it is like sort of home to 
lots of like kind of diverse wildlife, um, huge continents of jungles. Um, also the human, uh, human races sort of tried to settle there for many years. Um, it's sort of highly contested as their new home world after the uh, original human homeworld was sort of destroyed. Yeah, so I say, where are you from? He takes 10 minutes to be like, <laughs> Okay. And I do stare off me. in the middle distance as I process that information. Where um, are we from? Where am I? Um, I hate this show. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, How did you end up on this ship? Oh, well... I suppose I, I spent many years researching uh, the uh, effects that we have on the planets that we inhabit. And uh, that first, I was doing a lot of research on my own homeworld, what has happened due to human occupation. And then I wanted to look here, the uh, number one source of water in our galaxy, and what the uh, constant mining has done to this planet. And what have you discovered? Nothing good. It seems like uh, we have had a drastic effect on the ecology of this planet. I Creatures have gone extinct. Uh, water levels have dropped. And pollutants in the water. So are you a sort of unaffiliated refugee just taking up space on this ship? Or are you some kind of saboteur? I don't understand your relationship to these orcs. Well, if you ask them, that's exactly what I am. I do have a research grant. I got it from Faye Crossing, and they set me and my team up with a few rigs to come out here and do our research on the uh, waters of uh, Poseidia. And that's when the storm hit. And when the storm hit, the local wildlife got a little bit more hostile. I was separated from the rest of my team, and I was lucky enough to stumble upon the churn, and they took me on until I can get reunited with the rest of my team anyway. And if you don't mind me asking, what were the last known coordinates of your rigs? Uh, not far from here, actually. I haven't been here for very long. We were, we made landfall on a small continent, not too far from this location, uh, when we were attacked. Does, does this feel does consistent? Xandar, Xandar has an idea of, from the map that we saw previously, where the, like, place that we're trying to go is, right? Where the coordinates of the... the Yeah, it sounds like he's describing a very similar location, yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. Hmm. What were the names of your teammates? R. I did not mean to speak of them in the past tense. My apologies. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, there's um, Gertrude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and there's Loomis. <laughs> and then, um, of course, uh, good old Tristan. My lover. <laughs> and that's all one ship, and on the other ship. <laughs> he goes on to list a bunch of turtles. For sure, sure. They're not all turtles. It seems like his team was a pretty uh, diverse mix of, of uh, different um, creatures, but they were all on the same mission. You were not funded by the church, were you? Uh, the Zodiac Church? No. No, goodness, no. My apologies. I did not mean to offend. Oh, no offense taken. No, we uh, got our uh, funding straight through the university. Xandar will say, uh, oh, yeah, yuck, the church, ew, why would you even bring that up? The church, they suck. Just very, like, <laughs> ham-fisted again. <laughs> oh, well, listen, I have nothing against uh, uh, the church. My, I myself am more of an atheistic sort of point of view. But um, if that helps you get by, then, you know, far be it for me to say otherwise. Oh, come on. I mean, you're of a scientific mind. Wouldn't you, uh, if you had it your way, just shut down their messaging and... And, and stop their influence that seems to be gathering so much steam? I think when you start tampering down communication, that's when humanity starts to fall. Mm. Yeah, uh, I wish I could just, I don't know, maybe broadcast a message across the entire system that says like, hey, people, open your eyes. You know, maybe maybe the church ain't all what it seems to be. I suppose if that's what you want to broadcast and if that's what people want to listen to, that's perfectly within your rights as far as interplanetary law goes. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, that that would be within my rights. Yeah, I understand that. If only I had the means to do so. If I, if so I had go some... ahead and give me an insight check. Damn it. <laughs> this isn't working. This turtle's outsmarting me. Ooh, but I did get a 19. Oh, Xander, this isn't your guy. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. As soon as I realized that, like I, I like <laughs> Xandar saying all these things and just leaning in closer and closer and closer to this turtle and like squinting his eyes. Yeah. And then as soon as he realizes he's not making gaining any ground, he's just gonna again sort of slowly back his way away from the situation and through the saloon doors again and back into the into kitchen. the kitchen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Xandar, you're all over the fucking place. Okay. Oh, Ray, do you get finished up with the kid? Uh, he, he thinks you. He's super excited that he got this uh, stove running. Um, he's like, I'm going to go tell my mom. And he, like, runs off, um, runs past Xandar. Uh, thanks, mister, I guess. And he um, keeps running. <laughs> well, as I strut over to Xandar, I say, well, seems like you uh, did a good job inspiring the youth. And I give him a little soft punch on the shoulder. And I'll, I'll give Rand a, a punch right back and say, I couldn't have done it without you, Enair. You kind of, my arm goes numb a little bit. Yeah, roll for a punch. We start wrestling in the kitchen. It escalates. Uh, v will come through, um, sort of uh, look at the work you've done. Thanks so much. Um, you, 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 he, he, he said that you helped him fix it, that you told him how? Well, we didn't really do much of anything. We just kind of, you know, pointed him in the right direction. He did it all by himself. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's a really bright kid. Uh, yeah. Gifted, you know? Yeah, yeah I, he said something about Hack Olympics. Is he enrolled in that? Yeah, he qualified. Actually, the first, first orc to qualify for the Hack Olympics. Sort of a you, big deal, but... You must be super proud. I am. I don't think it's going to work out, though. Why? What do you mean? I wouldn't send him up there to Fay Crossing. Not by himself. I'm not going to be able to get off the rig and we can't send anybody with him. And I don't know. Things are definitely not like what they were between us and the elves, but it's still not great. And I don't feel right sending him up on that space station by himself. He's just a kid. So if you had someone you could trust, someone who knew Faye Crossing like the back of their hand, you, you would let him participate? <laughs> Roll for uh, persuasion. <laughs> That's with advantage because um, she gave him such an 12. inspiring pep talk. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just I don't know. I've never been up there by myself. I've been on one rig or another my whole life. You know, this is what I'll tell you. So I'm from Fay Crossing. I don't know if you could tell by my accent, but that's where I'm from. Born and raised, and I'm proud to be from Fay Crossing. It is the most chaotic, terrifying place to live. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, no, thank you. But I think once you figure out your way around Fake Crossing and you know where to go, what's the safe places to be, and you're with people that you trust, it's the most fulfilling place to live. That's my opinion. Uh, roll a perception check. 11. Um, You see Birdie sort of peeking around the corner as you're saying all this. And as a matter of fact, I... Uh, I have uh, something for him. I, he kind of ran off without, uh, without uh, say, you know, spending too much time with us. But um, I really think he would fit in really well there. And I pull out my um, mechanics tools. Oh. And I say, this kid probably, if your oven had a computer system, would have been able to hack into this. And I think you shouldn't let the fear of the unknown block him from his potential. He's a really smart kid. And I wanted to gift him this because something that someone really important to me taught me is that if you want to get good at something, sometimes you got to learn around it rather than focusing on just hacking. Uh, she takes the tools. Uh, you can always, she's like, got some like tears in her eyes a little bit. Wow. Um, I guess maybe people up on the uh, stations aren't all so bad, huh? I mean, th th a lot of them are awful. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. They're pretty bad. But, but... <laughs> But there are some gems. Listen, before my sister died, I said I'd take care of her kid. But um, I understand what you're saying. How about I get you and your friends some food and um, I'll think on it. That sounds like a great plan. Okay. Um, she gets started to work in the kitchen. You see uh, she calls the rest of her crew in there and um, they start whipping up some food. Uh, you all get like food and uh, drinks 
and you're sitting at the table with um, Scoot. Scoot tells you, yeah, that he um, hopped into his um, diving machine um, as they were attacked by these uh, strange creatures that came from the uh, sea. And uh, in the escape, he got separated from the rest of his crew, and he doesn't know where they all landed. Uh, But he still has his diving machine. I'm sorry to hear you were separated from your friends. I know they're still out there. I'll find them. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you were you were telling us the names of all the people on the other ship. There were like <laughs> six names. Yeah, there was uh, Leonardo and uh, Donatello and okay, uh, come on. Raphael and <laughs> Shredder. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Once again, he goes through the long list of names of all. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, we listened sure. to the whole list. Yeah, yeah, and you'll commit them all to memory. <laughs> You're gonna ask us what? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be on the test. Well, there's Franklin and there's Steve. Never met a oh, test. Franklin, I didn't pass. Yeah. Um, do you all do anything else in the cantina? You all get food, you get drinks. Um, these seem very appreciative. I really quickly want to talk to Birdie. Okay, cool. Just to, just to kind of wrap this up. Yeah, he's been sort of like watching your table. I say, so when you were working on the oven, remember you were looking all over, you were trying to find the problem, right? You, yeah. You, but you were getting lost, right? Right. And you were so focused on approaching it like a hacker would, because that's where your mindset is, you weren't finding it. You had to look at it from a mechanics point of view, right? Yeah. So, and I pull out I pull out all the tools that I have. So I have the hacker's tools. I clonk them on the table. Mechanics tools, clonk them on the table. Thieves tools, right? Like everything on the table. <laughs> I say like something, and I was telling your mom this a little bit, something that's really important to remember is that if you improve your skills in each of these different facets, you'll get to your solutions faster. So I know you probably have hacking tools because you have a knack for it, but you might not have the proper mechanics tools. And I want to give him the mechanics tools. Yeah, he he takes them. He's like, he looks at me with his gigantic eyes. I need you to teach me. What, how to be a mechanic? Everything. Let's adopt a child. I look at the group and I'm like, are we adopting a child? I, I would give a prefer shrug. the term chaperone. I do yeah. not believe adoption is the proper term as we will not become his legal guardians. Chaperone mm. sounds appropriate. I look at the kid. I say, all right, listen up, kid. If your mom is cool with it, you can come with us. My mom's and I can show you what I know. <laughs> My aunt, you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, your, your aunt. I'm sorry, I'm a bad listener. He starts weeping. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I start weeping too. Perhaps, um, and I like like slide into the conversation because I imagine it's happening at the table. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you will join us after we return from our mission on the ground. Yeah, we're gonna do some really dangerous stuff, so you're definitely not coming with us for that. I'll be ready. Okay, well then practice up on these, and I push the mechanics tools at him. Uh, I'm gonna go break the oven again, and then I'm gonna fix it. You see, he runs off into the kitchen. <laughs> Good thing I'm full. Uh, and I sort of like 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 ruffle Rain's hair, uh, and I say that was very emotionally mature of you to give that young boy a gift. I, I wipe my eyes. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you all do anything else on the rig before you rest? You'll have a little bit of time when you get up in the morning if you need to do anything last minute. Uh, I'd like to really quickly visit the requisition hub. And okay. see what they have available there. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a large area. It's, it's a lot of, like, food and supplies that um, probably uh, the workers could take back to their own quarters. Here, roll me an uh, investigation check. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to make this a whole, like, shopping scene, but, like... Yeah, that's fair. That's a 21. So you'll find some, like, a box of flares, it looks like. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay, that yes. look like, uh, sort of, like, emergency flares, but they have these, like, weird green... Uh, flames that come out of them that work underwater. Um, You find that there's like kind of a wall of different kinds of potions. Um, You see like potions of water breathing. You see uh, potions of swimming. Um, You see a couple of compression suit outfitted with like uh, these weird looking fins. Um, They're called uh, Mariner's uh, compression suit. Um, mm. that uh, seems like they'll make you like a little bit better in water. Uh, there are also some healing potions there as well. And then some more miscellaneous tools like uh, pickaxes and ropes and things like that. How much do the suits cost? 
the suits will probably run you about 15 G. So these, I look at the shopkeeper and I say like, so these like, what, what do they do? Like I can breathe under, underwater if I get one of these? Or what, how does these, how do these work? Uh, they come with an oxygen tank uh, that'll work for uh, about five hours. Awesome. I'll take two of these. And those flares, baby. Yeah, and the flares will be like um, one G a pop. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to do two suits. I lay them out on the counter, which is a little <laughs> too high for me. And I plop down, I don't know, 20 flares. Okay, cool. Yeah. He uh, he, he rings that up. Uh, Thank l- you. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, that's it. That's all we need to do. <laughs> yeah, and I just strut out of there. Uh, awesome. Full, full, like, Lilo and Stitch, like, like placing the heel pots on the counter and then, like, tugging on Rain's sleeve and being like, can I borrow some money? Because um, Hart doesn't have any gold uh, or silver or copper or anything because they are a void force and have no concept of money. Oh, no. um, I would like to buy some heel pots while we're here. Yes. Yes. You could borrow money. Also, before I give you that, um, I only got a, a suit for me and Xandar because I figured you don't need to breathe. But would you like a suit just for fun? Um, do the suits look like they would fit me? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I, I, I just I just shake my head. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll just get the, the pots then. Yeah. If they, so have, I'll, I'll if they have three, I will take three. Three healing potions. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah, he'll he'll uh, give you three for a hundred G, so he'll mark fifty off since you're buying so much. Um, are Our, you flushed like that? Group? I don't have I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> How much do you have right now? I'm at sixty nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have twenty three. What happened to that chit we found? Oh, we have a credit card, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we try to run Festivus's credit card? I don't card? remember how much was on that card. Did anyone write it down? Let's just do a luck check and swipe it and see. Ah. <laughs> Hold it's got to be a, Come on, he's running, a whole, he's running a whole underground scheme. There's got to be at least 150 gold on that. <laughs> he lives check by check. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, you... There's on this piece gold of gift card that you all forgot you had, you have 300 G. Ooh, ka-ching. Well, now we have 150, uh, uh, 200. Uh, yes, because you buy mm-hmm. the two healing potions, he throws in one for free. Yay. Um, Cope. And then you walked off with the uh, suits and the flares. Are you I put good? the healing potions in my neck fanny pack. This is called, uh, no, I was about to call it a fanny pack of holding, but that is not something <laughs> oh, I'm going to, that is not oh. something I'm going to will it to creation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that to be a thing so bad. Oh, Next man. time you find the booze mobile fairy, maybe she will enchant your <gasps> That's fanny right. pack. That's right. She did disappear. <laughs> she did disappear. She's somewhere Damn. in the galaxy. <laughs> and it's going to make it so tempting to go to level two with Artificer because I could just make one out of the fanny packs. <laughs> Um, anyway, I go to Xandar and I'm like, all right, well, they didn't have a lot of designs, but I got you this and, and it's the compression suit, but it's got like a, a stripe on the sides of it with like flames, oh, it's like little fire oops. designs. Cool. And mine has uh, like Hawaiian flowers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Dope. Okay. <laughs> Um, if we're done shopping and eating and drinking, then um, you will. Are you sleeping on the rig, or are you guys going to go back to the ship? I would like to go back mm. to the ship. I think I feel safe. I feel safe on the in the duck. Although, I mean, do we want to spend now, hold a night on. You away? Said you feel safest in the duck. We did not record the whole turducken conversation. <laughs> so that's <laughs> right. the duck. The duck was the clipper, and then the chicken was I the corsair, the, and then the, the turkey d- was the. No, I, I thought the duck. Turducken. Tur- Is it I, okay, not yeah, in the order right. so in the, which they are stuffed? You're right. So the duck would be the middle layer. Yeah. So the duck would be the Corsair. Uh, my dear sweet listeners, oh, they have <laughs> so basically sorry. called this uh, layout of their situation a Turducken because they have a ship within a ship within a ship. And that's sort of where we are right now. That is yeah. where we are now. I think before before we like go back to go rest, I think Hart would pose the question like, would we feel safest sleeping where we know the people? Or would we feel safest sleeping away from Orion for a night? Cassiopeia yeah, I mean, said that, he would not it, harm us. 
It is a good point. I feel torn because like these people are all really nice except for those bullies, you know, but and also sleeping in a place that could possibly be controlled by Orion kind of gives me the, the creeps. But Where? at the same time, it is our ship. Where is Cassiopeia going to stay? Uh, Cassiopeia is definitely staying on the ship. I think we should stay on the ship then. I agree. Okay. Let's go back to the... Okay, I'm cool. Uh, then you all head back to the ship. The uh, rig begins to, not begins to, but continues to toss and turn onwards toward its destination. And often in the distance, you see a dark, lonely stretch of rock leading to a tower with a red light at the top blinking and broadcasting. And that's where we'll stop for now. <laughs> cool. Fabulous job, everyone. Yeah, I really don't know show? what to, I don't really know what to expect because like when everyone's like, we're going to shut down this broadcast. I'm like, what are we going to do? Are we going to beat them up? <laughs> Just be like, hey, you. <laughs> I don't know necessarily that this is a conversation that we need to have in character, but we can soon at some point. But Hart yeah. is also like a walking computer. So like the thought in the back of their mind is like, well, we don't necessarily have to destroy the transmission. We right. can just like upload it to me. And perhaps just like keep it for posterity's sake if we need to. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Or we could talk to them. Man, what a what an existential crisis! You've you've re- recently found religion, and then you download anti-religious propaganda into your system. Are you yeah, willing but, to take that on? Yeah. Well, uh, okay. For, Bianca would love the inner turmoil <laughs> uh, centered around religion. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but also I, I do think that it's interesting and this is, I, again, you can cut this if this isn't helpful, but I do think that there's something interesting about like it's anti-church propaganda and like mm. the church is not down with thesis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Thesis was a prophet. Sure. <laughs> Where can, if people people want to hear our uh, convert to our religion, uh, Bianca, where can they find us? Great transition. <laughs> um, you can find us on social meds. Um, you can find us on Twitter uh, at the PHB cast. And you can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast. And uh, Carlos, what false idols should we be worshiping? All of the wonderful artists that have been doing work for our podcast, like it just keeps coming in. And every time uh, a new uh, fan, a piece of fan art is created, we just feel so much love. So thank you, everyone who's who's posted stuff, who's who's taken the time to draw and really, uh, you know, create wonderful images of, of our imagination. It's 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 been really sweet to, yeah. to see. And uh, before bed every night, I get down on my knees and I pray. And I pray to one thing and one thing only. And that's the goddess that is Robert's Rain's Corner. Great transition, Jewel. What's up, bitches? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you not like it? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm taking comments. All right, this is an open <laughs> forum a feedback session. <laughs> I um I watched uh, the movie Stardust recently. Have you guys seen Stardust? Mm-hmm. No. no. Well, then the Robert's Corner is going to be an easy, quick movie wreck. We'll say <laughs> we'll say check out check out the movie Stardust. It's pretty good. That's the movie that everybody thinks is the Golden Compass because they came out at the exact same time and they looked very similar. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think Stardust is older than the Golden Compass. Stardust, it's um Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Yes, I think <laughs> Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Oh, okay. Claire I don't Danes know Stardust. Maybe Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. Is, is it, it De Niro Claire Danes in it? Like De Niro's or something? In it? Yeah, De Niro's great. It's like witches and and shit. Yeah, it's like a fantasy mm-hmm. movie. Okay. I love fantasy stuff. So yeah. we all love oh. fantasy stuff. You're my fantasy, my sweet sweet fantasy, Robert. And on that, we depart. It's impossible to climb Another the ranks of favoritism here. Coming right, from your girl. Fade, fade out on the sexual tension. Bye. Bye. I'm going down the rabbit's. <laughs> <laughs>